Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Update Podcast. We give leaders and organizations an opportunity to tell their stories and share information. Hey, I'm going to start off a little bit differently this time. If you like this podcast, leave me a review. And when you see my posts on Twitter or Instagram with the latest ones published, do me a favor and share those so your friends can discover this podcast too. And if you have a business and you want to reach all of my subscribers, reach out to me, michael at distinctmedia.ca. All right, firstly, shout out to the fine folks at HempFest Canada for sponsoring this podcast over the last couple of months. This interview was recorded at HempFest Calgary. Check them out at hempfestcanada.com. And also, I would like to thank Apollo Cannabis Clinics for sponsoring this podcast as well. If you're wondering about medical cannabis for you or someone you know, check these guys out. Now, let's be honest. It's not always obvious who you should talk to or where you should go if you've never looked into medical cannabis before. It's probably totally daunting. So this is exactly what Apollo Cannabis Clinics can do for you. They help you begin that journey with personalized and evidence-based treatment, then provide you with ongoing care every step of the way. Check them out, apollocannabis.ca, and speak to one of their qualified physicians. Again, that's apollocannabis.ca. Thank you so much to those guys for sponsoring the podcast. Alrighty then, now and again, you discover someone online and wonder just exactly who they are, and quite frankly, if the persona they've created is even real. Today's guest is Jackie Childs. Many people know her online because she's got a larger following than most of us. And to be honest, at first I wasn't sure if she was a genuine person or just a social media guru. I started following Jackie on Twitter and Instagram a few years back and then got to know her a bit through personal messages and comments. And now I consider her a friend. She is the real deal, as they say. A genuine person who is passionate about what she believes and not afraid to tackle hard issues. And I think that's why people are attracted to her. What you see is really what you get. And what you see is an amazing woman who works her ass off. So this year at HempFest, I managed to round Jackie up for a live interview. The following was our conversation. I hope you enjoy. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie. Hey. <laughs> it's about time I got you on the podcast. I've been a fan and following you for a long time. Thank you. And, uh, We've always kind of said, hey, let's do a podcast sometime. And you're here now, and I'm here, and we're set up. So we thought, well, why the heck not, right? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. I'm really, really excited to have the opportunity. Thank you. Well, me too. Now, double check real quick. You hear me all right? Yeah, perfect. Before we move forward? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, start off by telling us who you are. I'm Jackie Childs, an online social influencer. I'm an international best-selling author. I we I was a model. Everyone brings that up. I've sort of aged out of that. <laughs> Join the club. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a following over two million on Facebook, hundred and thirty plus on Instagram, and my socials. I just share my my journey. I'm just sharing my life. I'm not really, you know, I don't promote a product or brand necessarily. My product and brand is me, and telling honest, as honest as I can be, stories on social media. Okay, so. I'm going to go back to this two million on Facebook thing because um, we all work very hard at promotion. How do you how do you even accomplish two so, million followers? I had seven thousand at the time. Um, it's quite it's about six years ago now. I had about seven thousand when I 
I, I got verified. I got the blue check mark. I didn't know what that even was. <laughs> and at the time, I wasn't, I mean, I had just gone through a divorce. I was working at a gym. I was posting pictures of my food, my kids, just things I was doing. And I got verified. And at the, I didn't send in, you know, like I didn't apply to be verified or whatever. So people were watching and it was creating, it was get great engagement. And that's how the blue check mark came. Okay, okay. And then I started working for Naked News. Do you know what Naked News is? I have no idea. So I traveled the world. Sounds like something I want to know. Yeah, it was originally owned by Playboy in 95, 96. Um, I was an anchor, a news anchor. I traveled the world doing real news, weather and sports, nude. And all over the world, yoga shows, (laughs) cooking shows. We talked about Fukushima. We talked about like land development, things that were going on in the world. Okay. And only apparently every young person's fantasy is the news anchor. Apparently, that's what the premise of this show, how it started. All right. So um, I started uh, traveling with them and my social media grew and grew and grew. And right before it was on um, One Million, I, one of the producers of Naked News came to me. He was a real, like a Reddit nerd techie, like a real cool, actually interesting dude. And he said, congratulations, you're on the cover of Reddit. And I didn't know what Reddit was. Wow. I was interviewing a guest um, named... Kurt Brownowler. He's from The Nerdist. Okay. And that um, interview was never to see the light of day. He was extremely uncomfortable being interviewed by a nude and thought he would be fine with it, but it went... So his agency and The Nerdist and all these channels asked for it not to go anywhere. Well, it ended up on the cover of Reddit. And my (laughs) social media flew. Like, I was already hovering around a million just by sharing the naked news stuff, but it flew and then it took off and it's just... grew fast and wide and I started to get following from all over the world. Okay, so we'll get into cannabis in a moment, which is kind of why we're here. But <laughs> yes. um, when you have that many followers or likes Ugh. or subscribers, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and, and it's probably more of a hassle than anything, but um, do you get a lot of business through it as as somebody who would be um, an influencer? Definitely. Do you get a lot of calls and a lot of requests? So daily. Um, I, ha- wow. I have people work for us now. The last three years, we sort of have, have a team now because it's been a little overwhelming the last two and a half, three years and we get emails and DMs and messages every day, all day. Can you work with this brand? Can you work with this? We, we now that I'm a little bit older and I'm in the cannabis space, and to stay authentic and to stay real and approachable, we are only partnering with cannabis brands or brands that, that <laughs> brands that'll be go well with the cannabis journey and not like unboxings. I don't do like bong and pipe reviews or anything like that, which there's a huge space for. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm because I am an incorporated brand and um, Jackie Childs, I need partnerships and sponsorships that um, relate to my story and my journey. And that's how I think, because everyone's like, well, I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to do this. Yeah, but you're doing teeth whitening today and then tomorrow you're doing a bong review and the next day you're doing this hair salon, which is cool. There's spaces for that. But if that, I believe why the engagement is so great and why it's grown so strong. Yeah. So it's, it's, Pretty cool. It's really, really cool. And I imagine it's a lot of work too. I remember uh, early on before I knew you very well, um, I was aware of you because I was following you on Twitter and things. And uh, I thought, I wonder if she would share a podcast if I said. For sure. Which <laughs> and I, you did. Yeah. You were super nice of you. Yeah. Um, I, so 
there's I started at one, two, right? Like at yeah. one, two, three. Like it, some people just need a little help here. Like you've got something really great going on. It's interesting, educational, informative. Why shouldn't people know about it? Why shouldn't I share? It costs me nothing to be a kind person. And that's sort of, right, the base basis of my thing. A lot of people are like, well, I didn't want to ask her and I know she charges. Well, yes, influencing is my job and I do charge a lot for what I do. Yeah. But I have worked seven years for this. I have a professional photographer, my husband, part of my team, um, who has been published and whatever. I have, a, I have writers and editors that work with me as well. Yeah. It costs a lot. It also costs a lot to feed the beast. At over two million followers is if they come to my store tomorrow and there's nothing new there, they're not going to come back, right? Yeah. So that's, I, I, I don't sell anything. I consider my, my social presence as my store. Like, do you have days where you're like, I don't want to do it? Yeah. Because I mean, you, you and have that's to. what I post. I said, oh, yeah. this is not to, like, uh, not today, thank you. Or I post something where it's like, not feeling it, or I post a peace sign, or I just... Uh, yeah. Well, you had said yesterday when we were chatting briefly that you don't always like crowds. And I said, well, you're in the wrong line of work. Oh, yeah. Right? That the, must be a bit of a struggle for you. The crowds are something, um, because now it's funny when people say, I can hear good. Can you still? Okay. Yep, <laughs> that Chris over there. Um, I... I've become, I guess, I don't like to say it because it's not how I see myself, but it's how outside people see me, a bit of a celebrity in some of these genres and some yep. of these things. Mm -hmm. And at crowds are hard for me. Um, CBD helps, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, I would have an Ativan and drink a little bit and I would just deal. Well, now I'm still authentic and kind. And I'm, cannabis doesn't, it doesn't change me. It doesn't alter. Right. It just sort of puts that, I'm, I say it makes me a superhero. I'm able to go into the crowds. I'm able to do what I do. Okay. And also, um, no, I'm pharma-free two years. No pharmaceuticals is probably the realest I've ever been. I've been on them since I was, you know, right before, right after a teenager started anxiety, depression, medication, and all, everything, hard, serious stuff. I'm more real and getting to know me and who I really am now more than ever. Like, this journey is incredible. It's really exciting. I love sharing. I'm not an expert in any of this. I, and I say that all the time. No expert. I'm the sponge to all of you guys. Okay, fair. Now, I, I, I loosely know your story. You started off... Um, Getting into cannabis uh, for a medical side. Yes, I have right? Crohn's. Yep. You have Crohn's. How does cannabis help somebody with Crohn's specifically? Okay, so I, my the reason I was on so many so much medication was Crohn's anxiety depression, and it wasn't that like just I wasn't getting better. I wasn't getting healed, or I wasn't. Yeah. I was just getting more and more pills. Um, so I, I did stop cold turkey, and I was worried about Crohn's and how am I going to do that? Well, I began juicing the leaves and taking CBD. Okay. And that helps with, anti it's anti-inflammatory and it helps just the calmness overall of my in my internal system. Yeah. It helps a lot. I also started infusing my foods, which helps as well. And the juicing really is like the, they were saying, I read and heard a lot about the leaf is more, has more antioxidants and more nutritional value than a piece of kale, which kale oh, wow. is like our hot, you know, oh, you gotta have some kale. Mm -hmm. I personally don't like kale. No, who does? <laughs> I like greens, but I don't mean kale. <laughs> we will so, the, um, and I started, I was sharing my journey with that, like what I was experimenting with. I have recently, um, done some business and partnership with Hybrid Farms in Ottawa and they are a compounding pharmacy who I send, I get my cannabis from my LP, they send it to them, they compound it in suppositories which have been life changing for me whereas in the past if a flare up came I would go to the doctors of the hospitals and get back on medication but trying to yeah. keep this journey pharma free, yeah. 
which everybody in the in the cannabis space is super excited to like they have when they have the greatest oil they've come across or some vape or some whatever like they want to share and they want you to learn about it and know mm-hmm. about it and so that's been really really helped definitely um, I know you talked to the reefer madness guys about it and mm-hmm. I'm not medical so it might sound like a stupid question um, but suppositories <laughs> let's go there I really How like just it? making you say the word <laughs> so um, you would put cannabis oil in a pill in a suppository pill yep um, and just basically ingest it that way and it doesn't reach your stomach faster is that the idea so I I do make my own now and they're 50 people always ask well what was it so it's 50 milligrams of Rick Simpson oil and 5 milligrams of my CBD and then the rest is just like the filler is the cocoa butter Um, we mix it all up put it in our suppository little pill things that we get from on Amazon and they can be used both rectally and vaginally and just just pop them in not any pushing and not you don't want it to go too far because then that's possibly when you will feel the psychoactive effects there's no you don't get high off these at all so there's just a a calmness not even a numbing there's not nothing like that Um, just a calmness throughout your whole within about 20 minutes my system settles and relaxes and and it works I mean why wouldn't it if it's your gut that's causing you the problem why wouldn't you try and put it Right? Put the oh. CBD and put the THC right where you need it. Yeah. Well, we're not doctors. Um, no. <laughs> and I couldn't say, but it, what's the reason? Why wouldn't it make you high? So, no, I'm not. No. Is it that it doesn't reach the your liver? Yes. It doesn't. So it's not. It's bypassing the liver and the way where you put it. And where it doesn't go into the stream, the bloodstream okay. the same way. It's just, it stays superficially in the area, like okay. right where you want it. And CBD, just like the topicals and whatever, is good for you. It is yeah. good for you. It, yeah. it does. So I do, um, I have an appointment in December, which I keep telling everyone with the digestive disease specialist that I've been trying to get an appointment with for almost two years. And yeah. I finally have this appointment. And I'm curious to see as well, once I have my next colonoscopy and all my next scans and everything that they do, the MRIs and everything, to see actually and I'm glad to talk about it then, how the CBD and THC suppositories have been helping me, really, like if they, because this is just in my mind that I'm I'm relaxed and cool with it, or is it actually really, really helping me like they say it is? Well, I giggle a little bit, and it's probably just the boy in me, but the reality is that uh, there are many, many people coming forward saying this is really... verifiable way of, of ingesting cannabis. And women with endometriosis and painful painful intercourse and any sort of anything happening from the waist down, that's it puts it right where you need it. Okay. On fair. women's ter- terms, up it goes. I'm, I'm having a really hard time with this conversation. Um, let's talk about why you're here in Calgary today. Hempfest. Hempfest, yes. So I actually came um, the day before for Cannaleaf. I'm the official influencer of um, okay. craft growers in Alberta, Cannaleaf. They broke ground in Bassano, a little town with 1,200 people. Okay. And Cannaleaf is going to be, uh, I mean, it's going to be life-changing for that town as far as the jobs and the education. The yep. things that they're bringing to that town because of putting a spotlight on it and having their plant there, I'm super excited. Um, and so that was day one. And then Hempfest. And this is my fifth Hempfest. Um, I am the official influencer of Hempfest. Um, we met a little while ago at a party and our sort of our message and our whole mandate aligned with the spread kindness and room for all of us and there's all aspects of I mean if you love the plant and uh, you know I respect you for it so <laughs> uh, you were on stage yesterday um, doing a talk about sex maybe? sex and cannabis what was that about um, so sex and cannabis yesterday was with uh, I believe they're called uninterrupted they have a radio okay. show or something um, 
they are in lifestyle. Yeah. So, and that's that's the fancy term for swingers. That's the right. right? So they were talking about how they incorporate um, cannabis into their lifestyle, which I thought was fabulous and wanted to be part of it because I have been in those situations and I'm very familiar with the lifestyle. And alcohol puts people in um, dangerous situations sometimes. Yeah. And um, it's also a place where a man, the men are, you know, to perform and put a lot of pressure on. So I can, I definitely understand how this whole movement of cannabis being more celebrated within the lifestyle it's definitely puts people in a more relaxed comfortable place and a, and a safe place you're not I mean if you're consuming conscious consumers and consuming the way I do an old lady yeah. you know I'm always very aware of what's you're going on <laughs> thanks it's okay. the plastic that you're being fooled by <laughs> um, and then tonight uh, the Hempfest yes. Cannabis Cup, first one in Calgary, and, and might be, I can't verify this though, but it might be like the first fully legal I know, because uh, on Twitter they got all, that was a hot button when you said it was the first, like, whoa, you set some pants on fire uh-huh, when they said that. I did, I did. <laughs> so you are one of five judges. Yes. You, you told me a little bit about this yesterday, but maybe... This is my fourth you. cup judging. So then when they asked if I would be interested, and I love it because it's not just about getting high. I'm right into pulling those little nugs apart and checking them out on the microscope forever and the terpene profiles and it was really fun so what they had was 46 entrants Um, they went to Keystone Lab 31 of them passed the Keystone Lab test why would you fail at Keystone just out of curiosity I believe um, mold, mildew certain things certain there was things that certain they said certain cringeworthy things were not acceptable so and then they weren't going to risk it Um, and then 31 samples made their, to, made their way to my place in Hamilton, and I had 16 days, 16 days to judge 31 samples, and it was fun. It was really, I mean, of course, I'm like, we got high, but actually, so, of course. That's always fun. Yes. We smoked with the, um, we rolled them, like rolled in a joint with paper. We also used a pipe so we could have the glass pipe so we could the paper was so we could check out the ash and the burn and then with the pipe so the flavor wouldn't be altered at all and then like I said and then looking at the crystals and little frosty buds and talking about you know lemon if it was limine or pinene or whatever it was really fun and so now there's a bunch of growers here today and they're like so did I win I'm like it was blind they were just numbered and I have no idea I could honestly say there was no crap in those those were all there was maybe three that stood out yeah. But they were all really, like, they were the good of the good. Like, I kept saying, I'm surprised there's no, no, it was really, really good. Does it make you nervous to be a judge on a panel like that? You got these super hardcore, big wig cannabis connoisseurs. And then me. One who's the cannabis sommelier. Yes, he's awesome. Andrew, I mean, fancy. I like that guy. I like my weed, but boy, I'd feel kind of outgunned with those guys. So, um... Well, because what it was, it was individuals that they were, they kept saying the nose knows. So how do you feel when you smell it and taste it? And how do you, and now I do say I'm not an expert. This is the fourth cup I've judged. And I did just um, with the culinary cannabis school in Toronto. I just did the terpene class and a certificate program for stuff. I'm I'm learning. And um, I I was really glad though, when I saw the other judges that there were some experts there. Oh yeah. Um, I, for... On, when I was two or three days left of judging, I was a little still overwhelmed with the amount I had. And oh, with the amount that I had. Um, so I called in a few experts and we had two nights of judging parties okay. that I have. So like 
guys that have been growing for 35 years and that have cannabis stores and brands, they yeah. wanted to remain anonymous. So I took pictures of like some of the smoke in our hands and some of the buds, but I left them anonymous. But what we did was without sharing, we took notes and then we compared and we sort of gave the bet. Like, so if you gave it a 16 and I gave it a 14, then we give it a 15. You know what I mean? Like we said, okay. okay. so that's, I did that with four other. Judges. See, I think that I would need help with that. Um, you said 31 samples. You're 31. 16, 16 days. days uh, each one a gram, gram and a half. Yep. It's a lot of weed, man. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of weed. And I was saying to you, um, like it's one thing to look at it, to smell it, to break it apart. All, all those parts of it, sure, no sweat, right? Right. But to uh, smoke it all. To smoke and then it to all. Try to give your perspective on the effect of it. One after another after it, another. Exactly. It, so when they're asking how you felt and whatever, and the, there was four or five questions with after you smoked it. And yeah. yeah, it was. I tried to keep it really serious. Like there was a lot of laughter and a lot of whatever. Oh. Like, but then again, it reminded me like this is a good thing. Like, you know, I like the whole peace and love and the fun and kindness behind it. Yes, I am a medical patient, but yeah. I totally get and respect the whole this is fun. Like, what? where was I all these? I was drinking. <laughs> you know, like the stoners, quote unquote, they had it right. They were on to something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a difficult task, a tough job somebody had to do, but it was really fun. It was okay. really, really fun. So tonight uh, for the Cannabis Cup, when you're there and the, the scores come out and all that, are you looking forward to having a conversation, a debate, any type of, or are you going to kind of... So we're, when Hempfest has done it for today, then yeah. the judges are having our get-together our gathering between the okay. four, and the, so we can sort of compare notes and talk about how we. So and we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure, and I, I'm probably the least you know expert up there. Like I know the least, so we'll see how Andrew wants it to be. I'm. He's not talking at all. I've asked him a couple times about what's going. He's like, oh, we'll have to see. So he's pretty hardcore. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, respect. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> he's I also call... twenty years younger than me. So yeah. yeah I mean, no, me too. His lungs are a little fresher. I think if I called myself the cannabis sommelier, all the hardcores out there would be like, get out of here. Yeah. But nobody's doing that to him. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, we're new, right? There's wine sommeliers. Why can't there be cannabis sommeliers? No, why why not? You know. And he's he's got a great. He's got a fabulous personality. He's very really. Right, really interesting. To yeah. I love it. I mean, yeah. I like all this stuff. These podcasts, everything we're doing to help end the stigma. That's what it's all about, really. Yes. At the end of the day, and to learn more. Yeah, just educate, speaking. inspire. This is what you're doing. Like, I think this is great. And these podcasts are creative outlets. I love that what you're doing. I mean, it's thank you. It, I'm. I'll share it anytime. I like this sort of thing. Happen. And social media can be a really, really mean and a really cruel place. Mm -hmm. And I will constantly, if you're you know, you're sell, um, doing something positive within the industry or within the space, I will definitely support it. I like it. Okay, so uh, after today, yeah, I guess you're going to fly back to Ontario. So my best friend lives in Okotoks. Oh, so I'm going to have Thanksgiving in Okotoks and then come back to Canada or to Ontario, sorry, to Ontario. And I have, um, it's for our one year, the one year party, I'm going to be at the Friendly Stranger. Do you okay. know the Friendly Stranger? Who that I don't is? know. Oh, they're, they're having their, they're, it's a jubilee, but they're calling it a dubilee. So <laughs> it's really fun. And and again, it's a bunch of cannabis influencers and I'm, I'm my family from Arizona, that's in their late 70s they're coming with me so yeah. and they're huge in the can they're actually what started my cannabis journey so oh. I'm, they're coming with us so. so what does the remainder of 2019 have in store for Jackie Towns oh unfortunately I can't share oh man but it's, it's all really really good I'm super excited with my new sponsor brand partnerships and sponsorships I really it's been just I just keep my head down spread kindness peace be kind and the right ones will come 
and definitely the right ones have come. I'm really excited to share the next the next little while. All right. How do we find you online if someone doesn't already know who you are? <laughs> it's Jackie Childs, um, not Julia Childs, Jackie yeah. Childs, J-A-C-Q-I, everywhere. So, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, everywhere. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Thank I you so it. much for having time. me. Really, really appreciate Maybe it. Maybe have you on a year from now, six months from now to catch up and see sure. what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks so much to Jackie for joining me on the podcast. She's great, and I really like how down-to-earth she is. If you want to find out more about Jackie Childs, it's probably easiest just to Google her. She's everywhere, online and on social media. Definitely worth a follow. Oh, and she's starting her own podcast now, too, called The Green Room, and it's produced by Strain Explorer. You can find them on Twitter, at Strain Explorer. So after you've finished loyally listening to this podcast, go ahead and check hers out, too. Just kidding. You can <laughs> Listen to whatever you want. I'll always be here for you. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned. The media contributors within the Cannabis Media Collective do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no responsibility for any inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but please take the time to research the details for yourself. Thank you.